This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. I'm Jerry Mathis, uh, sitting in for Robbie. Robbie is in Douglasville, Virginia with a car show, barbecue, and all that good stuff this morning. He was really disappointed, I can tell you that much, because today would have been, was the day he was looking forward to since, uh, what has been, a couple years, been postponed? Yes, yes. And he wanted to be here, because I'm sitting under a tent at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville at the Friendly Arabic Church. The address here is 1292 Wicker Road in Kernersville. Correct. And when I came in, the first thing I started, first thing I did is caught the smell of the food and stuff. And I'm looking around, and there's all kind of activities. Pastor Slim is with me this morning to start out, and I'm just going to ask him really kind of give me an overview of what I was going on. And you know what? One thing that I'm going to also say about this is because I've done this in the past and stuff. Is I'm sitting there and I think about how you know all we hear, you know, in the United States is about the Middle East. You know, all the how countries can't get along and everything, and there's almost conflict and war and stuff, but it's amazing how Jesus Christ can bring it all together. Yes, sir. This is exactly why we're here, why we started uh, the Middle Eastern Christian Festival, is uh, to show the love of God in action, uh, uniting all the people of the, uh, the Middle East. Actually, yes, uh, people in the Middle East are warring, been warring each other, killing each other, violence. But this is a different face of the Middle East, where, where you see people from all different backgrounds. And uh, whether nominal Christians or, or, uh, or, uh, or Muslims or even Jewish, at times we had been united together under the banner of Christ, uh, Jesus our Lord. Yeah, um, and we are so happy to come back after two years of uh, COVID, uh, you know, uh, setbacks, and we are so happy to come back and uh, do this celebration uh, and honor our God. And I know you have already. I know Robbie has probably asked you this multiple times over the years and stuff. What's a little bit of your story? What brought you here? What got you into ministry? Uh, yes, uh, well, I'm, I, I came to the United States in 1978. I'm from Lebanon. I came from Lebanon, from parents from Northern Galilee. Uh, that, but I was born in Lebanon and came at age of 19 to study in the United States. But by 1984, 85, uh, uh, after finishing my schooling, uh, I couldn't go back to Lebanon. Lebanon was uh, still in the civil war, and uh, even I lost my parents, uh, lost their homes, and became refugees themselves. And I, uh, I, I, I'm so happy and so blessed 
to have this country, to be in this country that opened the door for us to stay and establish homes. And uh, since then, uh, been been here in the United States and 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 uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina, is my home. <laughs> now right. it's been my home for uh, for a long time. I established roots here. Actually, uh, in the United States, I accepted Jesus as my Savior uh, in 1987 here in the States in this church. Oh, the in church, this church was yes. Uh, we weren't here. We used to meet in. Uh, in Greensboro at Friendly Avenue Baptist Church. That's yes. our mother church, you can say. And uh, uh, that's where the Arabic mission started. And I started attending there and accepted uh, Jesus as my Savior and uh, crowned him the Lord of my heart and my life since then, since 1987. And I grew spiritually in this church, and here I am. I became the senior pastor <laughs> ten, almost uh, nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, on, as far as this, this congregation goes in this church, give me a little overview of what, you know, what services you'll have. And, and I think I'd, so I think y'all have uh, English service and also an Arabic we service. We do. We do. Even though the majority are immigrants and uh, that came from the Middle East, but we have American-born citizens, our kids now adults, and uh, we have grandchildren are American, English-speaking only, and we have some American members that come from the neighborhood and, and the area around us. Our services, we, we do have services in English and services in Arabic, and our congregation consists of uh, people from the U.S., from uh, Egypt, Sudan, Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, Israel, Palestine, uh, Iraq, uh, Iran, and even Yemen right now. Yeah, wow. you know yeah. those those are countries that you just would not think they would be able to gather under one roof. They're killing each other yeah. at this, at this time, yeah. <laughs> throughout history, and at this time too. And but but unite us, like we started uh, saying this uh, earlier. Uh, and Jesus Christ is the one that uh, brings His peace to our lives. And when we have peace with God, then we are able to have peace with each other. Yeah. And, and part, of, part of being here and coming here, and I hope that people listen to this, I mean, if you can get in your vehicle, drive out here and join us, as you know, it's, not, it's an opportunity to be able to see Christ work in a lot of different... Amen. You know, cultures and everything. And then also, as, a, as an U.S.-born and stuff... You're able to see that and stuff, and it's just sort of get a glimpse of that because, you know, I think sometimes in the U.S., the only news we hear about the Middle East is, is, is negative, and, and, it, and it's frightening to, to a lot of people. And here you're able to see that are the face of it. We are promoting peace, peace of God that uh, we received from Him through Jesus Christ. And, and here it's a glimpse of heaven. Uh, when, when uh, people from all nations, all tongues gather together worshiping God and we're doing it right here on earth and we are able to do that. If we are under the banner of Christ, we are able to do that. And here I, uh, I invite people to come, uh, come join us today. We're here till like 6 p.m. today and, and tomorrow, tomorrow, as I say, tomorrow also Sunday. From 10 o'clock, you can worship with us. Uh, the worship will be uh, 
the, the, the songs will be in Arabic and English, but the message will be in English, uh, honoring the, the people that cannot speak uh, Arabic uh, that are with us. So, and then the festival will continue until sundown or 6 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, whenever, let me ask, the, go a little deeper on that as far as what is, and I'm not sure what the numbers are as far as uh, nationalities that are, that are in this triad area and stuff, but really making that connection and getting people, you know, with, those, with different backgrounds to feel welcome to come in to this church and also to be. Yes. Uh, we are a church, we can say we are an international church. It's true, our name it says Friendly Arabic Church, but actually we are an international church. We welcome all nationalities. We have a service in English, we minister in English also, that all people, universal to all people that are here in the States. And, and we are international, even though Arabic language may unite some of us together here, but actually, we are international. We welcome all people, all kind of people, to come experience the love of God there. Yeah. And, and, and there's a said, you know, it's, it just seems to me that, you know, probably, and, and you may correct me, I may be wrong on this, it's just because of a lot of the people, new immigrants coming in or new transplants to this area who may have been more recently left from their home country. I mean, the Muslim and, and other religions and stuff, it seems like, you know, you're really having to, having to break down a lot of, a lot of walls. That's true. That's true. Immigrants come uh, in the past, uh, in the past 35, almost 40 years now since this church uh, was started in 1985, uh, we've been ministering, welcoming uh, immigrants that come help them establish a home and get them to... Uh, find their ways uh, we taught how to drive we we took them uh, to schools uh, to doctors uh, we helped them really establish homes and we'll be back in just a moment again uh, pastor man it's a great opportunity to be in Kernsville area come out and join us come hungry come come ready to have a lot of fun and yes. also you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com back. We're live in Kernersville, the Middle Eastern Christian Festival on uh, Wicker Road, 1292 Wicker Road at the Friendly Arabic Church. i tell you what, I'm going to let my guests introduce herself and talk about a story just for the past few minutes, hearing her story and what this church means to her and how God has been able to work through the church and the people of this church and how important prayer is. Neil, it's all you. Well, my name is Rima Bulos. Thank you guys for having me on today. I do appreciate it. Right now, we are currently at Friendly Arabic Church um, in Kernersville um, at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival. And just, I've been part of this church for um, several years, most of my life, over 12 years. And um, just this church, the way they are a family to me, um, they, they've been here through all the you know struggles of my life. When I was Eight years old, I was diagnosed with a very rare and aggressive type of childhood leukemia. Um, I was put into the hospital right away for harsh chemotherapy treatments. Um, about two years later, after my harsh chemotherapy treatments, I was diagnosed with a severe case of meningitis, which caused me to have a stroke on my whole right side. And I was in seizures, comas. Um, you know, at one point, six doctors came into my parents' room 
in my room and they told my parents that, you know, Rima has 24 hours to start making arrangements for her funeral. And um, my parents told them, you know what, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and that he can do miracles just like he did in Bible times. And so this church family right here, I have videos um, of them just crowding the waiting room, singing praises, praying for me, um, and always, always, always sending meals, prayers, messages, words of encouragement. Um, and so the next day I opened my eyes. And just from there, doctors thought, you know, since she survived the meningitis, you know, the stroke will leave her with many disabilities. She'll never be able to walk or talk or move her right side. But with the prayers of this church and people all over the world, in Jesus' name, I am, you know, walking, talking, doing everything that they thought I would never be able to do. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw you walk up, so I know you're doing And you know what? We were talking earlier just the importance of prayer and right. stuff. And I think sometimes, you know, that that's what, through the pandemic and stuff, we kind of lost some of that in the importance of the fellowship and stuff and you talked about your parents go ahead and tell me a little story your parents been here for how long and background with them so my parents have been here for over 30 years they lived most of her life their lives here they came um, to america from lebanon as teenagers and so i was born here my family was born here but um yeah we've just kept really close with you know our culture and the good stuff from the middle east and the good stuff from the u.s and we've kind of mixed them together to make our own little kind of culture. So I really appreciated that from my parents. And I definitely appreciate the unity um, of this church. Because even though we're all from different nations who are in war and fighting in the Middle East, where unity is not even a concept to be thought of back there. But here we come together as brothers and sisters and we fellowship in the name of Christ, which is something that I have ever really seen in the Middle East. And over here to just, it's indescribable how, you know, the Lord is the source of unity. Yeah, and when we sit there and you think about those cultures and stuff and what this church is doing, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as you mentioned, you know, allowing God to work through the members of this church, how important that is. Right. And that's why I say, you know, if anybody's in the listening area of the, this show this morning, I just hope they'll they'll get in the car, they'll come out and visit because you know what, when you walk on the property you sense that that unity. You sense, you know what, I feel our Lord and Savior here. I feel Jesus Christ's presence. And it may be the presence over here where you're getting your face painted where Michael would keep wanting to go over and get painted <laughs> up or, or building kites or in the corner over there some awesome food which is kinda hard on us over here. We're catching the the, right. the, the smell and yeah. stuff. And, and and the clothing and different groups and stuff. Of course. It's just, it's just, it's just a great opportunity to, yeah. to share in that culture for a snapshot. Mm -hmm. And then if you're, you know, this is a church also that from talking to the pastor earlier, you know what, it's a church with its arms open. It's exactly. Everyone is welcome here. Um, we do this as a means of outreach to our community. So all are welcome. If you have a minute or two to spare, an hour, um, just come out. Um, come, come see the love of Christ, listen to some worship, eat some awesome food, and learn about our culture. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it earlier. I was looking. You had the it was line dancing. Is that right? Yeah. And over here, line, mm -hmm. I kept Depke. thinking. We yeah. call it Depke, yeah. And I was looking, and I thought I saw Stu over there, but then it wasn't him. He, he, <laughs> he was just walking through. But, you know, 
Of course. It's an awesome evening. I mean, awesome day. Tomorrow will be another great yeah. day. And it's only the beginning. So yeah. there's still the rest of the day. If anyone has a chance to come out, we would love to meet you, to see you, and welcome you guys with open arms. And what, what, what are you doing here today? So I am part of kind of welcoming people. You know, I signed up. Oh, you don't look like you would be really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> Um, I've been at the Lebanese tent a little bit. Um, I'm in charge of table cleaning. So if you, you know, see the tables clean, give me a thumbs up and um, I'll be encouraged. All right. And, and again, what are the hours and stuff? So we're going on now till? Mm -hmm. So now until sunset. So usually around 6. And then tomorrow it'll start the Sunday services at 10 a.m. And then stay till sunset as well. Yeah, From sunup to sundown. And I think the pastor said it would be uh, English, but songs would be in both. Correct. Yeah. Correct. We will do some English songs and some Arabic songs, and the sermon will be in English and Arabic. Right. So if we're going to go over the food, what's the, what's the, what's the so, number one best choice? That's a really, really hard question <laughs> because I love food. We all love food here. And um, so you can get some chicken. You can get some um, kefta, you know classic Arabic meat uh, mixed with some vegetables and cilantro and it's just wonderful. You can get some uh, falafel and baklava, batlewa, that's what we call it in Arabic. So um, it's just some really good stuff. Come out, have a great time. Um, there's food, music, all of that jazz. And there's a lot of activities for kids too, so bring Definitely. your kids. I know I'm looking over my shoulder behind me, there's a uh, what all, what all are you looking at? Well, we've got me? a playground. We've got some bouncy houses, face painting, balloons, kite flying, face painting. I already said that. But it's just going to be a great time for the whole family. Um, even if you're just a single person, come learn. Look at our culture tents. Dance. Dance with us. Praise with us. Praise Jesus. Absolutely. You know, sitting beside you there is uh, uh, Mr. Truth broadcasting himself, Stu Epperson. Um it was just sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, in this little bit of snapshot of what I think heaven is going to be like. I mean, you know, it, it is with all of our, you know, all these cultures and stuff all come together under one banner, and that's the banner of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you know what? It's just great to be able to come. And it's, again, I'm going to say, you know, if you're in this area, drive out here because you're able to see people who, who you may be. Only, the only thing you know about it, what you're seeing on the news or, or these cultures and these countries and all the war and the hate and the uh, Muslims and, and all of this stuff Definitely. that's not, not our walk and stuff. And all of a sudden you say, you know what? These people are just like me mm -hmm. for one reason. We've got the same bond of Jesus exactly. Christ. Yeah. It's just a great opportunity. And, and having Stu here this well, morning. This is, it's, hey, you know what this is? This is a family reunion. Definitely. And, but most family reunions are for like the Epperson family reunion, the Mathis family reunion, the, you know, the, the name and like, well, maybe I'm a cousin. Well, my, I did marry into them and I'm an in-law <laughs> or an outlaw, whatever. But here's the deal. Friends listening to this, this is the most inclusive family reunion going on right now. People are calling. People are wheeling up here. I'm seeing all kinds of people I know. But I just, I just uh, texted a couple, left a couple messages. Hey, I'm going to go see your family. They're like, what are you doing, Stu? Yeah, I'm going to go see your family. These are people you're going to be spending eternity together with. Brothers and sisters from Iran, Iraq, Palestine. I mean, there's so many nations here, aren't there? What are some of, some of the nations? They all have a nice tent and display. Yeah, so we have Lebanon, Syria, Egypt, Iraq, Sudan, 
um, Jordan, all these all these places just in the Middle East. And see, people didn't even know they had family there. Exactly. And they don't have to travel. They don't have to go get their passport and their and their 18 COVID test and go over to those countries. They can just drive to Kernersville, exactly. middle of the triad, kind of in the middle of the state. I know we have Charlotte listeners, Raleigh listeners, Richmond listeners. That maybe that's a stretch. They can pray for us and they can go hug well, a but, family but, member but, there. But, but, but listen, Stu, they can if they make plans. I know today is short notice. Yeah. Tomorrow, make plans tomorrow after church. That's right. Come out. Come out. Yeah, I just talked to a kid, and I hope he's listening right now. He is, he is, his name is Seth, and he is right now, I believe, leaving this instant Liberty University to drive to the big Liberty Wake Forest football game. Landon. Landon's on his way here, and he's listening to the new 93.7 up there. Right. So, Landon, God bless you, and, uh, and listen to this. He's on his way to the game, and I know he is because <laughs> we're blessing him with tickets. It's one of those random Christian radio deals just to bless someone uh you know a kid he loves the lord he's going to go to the game and and watch a great game between liberty and wake forest but the beautiful thing is i think he'll bring his family here probably tomorrow after church for lunch that's to awesome. meet all his family from all over the world and to have fellowship and that's what we're so grateful for this church and what you all are doing right in the middle of the triad for people to come together and and just fellowship in Jesus. That's what it's about, the truth, right, yeah, Jerry? Absolutely. And, and right here as I'm sitting, I'm looking across the, the pavement over here, and dead in the middle of all the activities is the prayer station, the prayer mm. camp. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we believe in the power of prayer. Like I mentioned earlier, prayer has been a dominant theme in my life. And so, so yeah, come on out. We'll, on we'll out. enjoy yes. you we'll guys. We'll be here. We got all kinds of truth swags. We got books, gifts, giveaways. Meet some incredible people. Keenan Pursuits will be here till noon broadcasting live and then all day long. Come out and hang out in all day tomorrow too. And come meet your family and you will be thoroughly blessed at the Arabic Christian Festival in Middle Eastern Christian Middle Festival. Eastern Christian Festival right here in Kernersville, North Carolina. A friendly Arabic church. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. We're live right here at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in beautiful town of Kernersville at the Arabic, friendly Arabic church on uh, 1292 Wicker Road in Kernersville. And Jolie is with us, is sitting here right in front of me, smiling from ear to ear. And I know this is a big weekend for, for her and family and for this church. So we're going to I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. Give me a little bit of background and then just talk from the heart. What, what does this mean to you? What, what's God doing through this church? Sure. Hey, my name is Joelle Bulos, and I'm originally from Lebanon. I came to the States when I was 14. So this church has been a wonderful blessing to all of us where we were able to bring not just culture, but bring um, the faith that comes from so many different nationalities back in the Middle East where they are literally fighting. But yet we come all together in the name of Jesus with the love of Christ. We love on one another. We worship together. We grow together. And we're able to reach out our community everywhere um, around Kernersville and everywhere else and trying to bring awareness that, you know, Arabic people are Christian people as well. Mm, and we want to share the name of Jesus with everybody and defeating all the odds where internationally they're fighting and killing one another. But yet here mm. we come 
13 different nationalities become loving on one another in the name of Jesus. And we're so glad to have everybody out back here enjoying um, the music, good food, line dancing, traditional line dancing, and just sharing a little bit about the culture and the love of Jesus with everyone. Yeah, and just a moment ago on the air was your daughter. Yes. And got to hear her story and stuff and just the importance of prayer and Christian fellowship. Absolutely. It was, I mean, it was, I mean, I just wish, I know I just, we just got a just snapshot of just a little bit, but talk a little bit about that. I mean, yeah. going through something like that, how important it is to be surrounded by people of faith. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, truly when Rima got sick with one of the rarest types of childhood leukemia, and a few years after that, through her treatment, she came down with meningitis that caused her to have a stroke, and she was in the ICU so sick, and no one thought she'd make it. We had not just our church body, but literally everybody we knew in Winston-Salem, the triad area, people from overseas, missionaries in Africa that we never met. Uh, used to send us messages and say, we're praying in Jesus' name for Rima. We had troops in Afghanistan sending us emails saying, we heard about Rima's story. We just want to tell you we're praying in Jesus' name. I'll tell you that experience was so tough on us as parents, watching her die with her little body, 10-year-old, but yet the Lord listened to everyone's prayers. Um, the power of the Holy Spirit we had so much grace, we had so much energy and strength. And you know, it makes, it used to make me wonder, I was a, you know, a young mother of five little ones and I told my husband, I don't know where all of this energy is coming from. And he said, this is the power of prayer. And just watching Rima healing and coming out of her coma and defeating all the odds. Um, today, she's a 20 years old um, graduate and she's working on her PhD already. It just, she does not blow my mind, but her Lord Jesus blows my mind every single day. Um, it reminds me of his true grace and the blessings, the reason he died on the, on the cross to give us that salvation through his blood. Um, I remember when she was going through the treatments, you know, the nurses, doctors, and families used to tell me there's always some type of, you know, happiness and joy in her face. And I used to tell them, you know, it's so hard knowing whether my child, actually not knowing whether she's going to make it or not. But my joy is if she does make it, I'm going to rejoice and praise the Lord for her presence. But yet, if she doesn't make it, we know we're going to have eternal life together because of the blood of Jesus. Wow. So, um, powerful, powerful. The Lord Amen. is so good. When you, yeah. Rima's sitting there, I couldn't do anything but just feel, uh, through her, you could just feel the presence of the Lord. Yeah. I mean, God is... God can do some pretty awesome things through her. And the then the story so and stuff. I mean, it's just, yes. that's what this is all about. Yeah. Is, is, you know what, bringing people together Absolutely. that love Jesus Christ. And it's amazing, honestly, like my kids, like I said, they were younger, how the whole community came together. Regardless where people are from, we had our American friends, our friends from church, families. We all came as one body of Christ. Everybody prayed, everybody helped us in so many ways with the little ones, you know, providing meals, praying, which was so important. And just seeing the body of Christ coming together as one whole body, working together, begging Him to keep Rima. And yet, He, he did answer with yes. And I know the Lord many times may not answer with yes. Sometimes he may answer with a no because he sees this is what's best for us. And sometimes he answers with a wait. 
but we're just so grateful that he answered with a yes for Rima. Well, I was going to, I'm just telling you, this is a little, this is a little inside baseball that everyone out there is going to appreciate. And by the way, we're in Kernersville, North Carolina All right. at this amazing <laughs> Middle Eastern Christian festival. Anyone out there needs to come out, come out for the kebabs, yeah. but you'll be blessed as you'll meet your brothers and sisters from Christ from all over the world. They may not look like you. They may not talk with your accent, but you're going to be spending eternity with these people. I'm Stu Everson. Jerry Math is so gracious of you to host the Christian Car Guy and Kingdom Pursuits today. Doing a great job. I mean, Robbie Dillmore. Those are big shoes to fill, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. But if you just missed, if you missed the earlier segment with this lady's dear, sweet, saint, saintly daughter about her healing and God working. Please go listen to the podcast later. But we're here live. we got all kinds of stuff to give away. People are coming by. Someone just picked up a, a brand-new KP, a hand and book. We're giving out books. We're giving out wonderful DVDs, Truth Network swag. But this is what's cool. This is a little secret. This is the inside baseball people don't know. You see these things all over the place. You see them on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Pray for the Middle East. Well, let me tell you who's behind that. Of course, we know the Holy Spirit's working. We know the power of prayer. But it's, it's you and your family and the people at this friendly Arabic church that are, that are putting those messages out. If you want to see the supernatural work of God, not just in the healing, like that remarkable story of what God did in your daughter's life, but in souls that are saved, there are people behind me that were once persecuting Christians. Absolutely. And now they're following Jesus. We talk about, well, that was just Acts chapter 9. That was just, you know, he's, you know the, 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 the worst attacker, right, of the militant person against the church well, became the greatest missionary. Well, there are Apostle Pauls and Sauls and Dorcas's and Lydia's all over these grounds, and it's so cool to meet them, and you're one of them. So we're just grateful for how your family has stood up for Christ, and there, but there's still a battle to be won. I mean, this, there are Christians right now, we're, we're in this beautiful, what a beautiful fall day, by the way. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. And it's beautiful. Look at all the green, and I can smell those kebabs. And I mean, Jerry's sitting there trying to get someone to bring him some, you know, some, some baklava or something. It's hard it, just sitting here. It's, <laughs> it's just coming over. Smell and see. Yeah, but, but tell the tell the people listening what what is it like for the the average, the normal Christian life for our brothers and sisters in Lebanon, yeah. in Jordan, in places where there's this intense, where it's illegal to own a Bible. That that Absolutely. copy of the Bible is getting dust in my family. I got come from the Middle East and the way we look at this country we feel like this is blessed land <laughs> where yeah. really like we look at simply looking at nature and appreciating the Lord for his creation to be able to come freely enjoy uh, this nature enjoy every moment clean air um, and just be able to share our faith be able to live our faith even in Lebanon even even though it's supposed to be a Christian country but we cannot just go out and speak the Bible, speak God's name. It, this is just something to stay private in your own home. So me going everywhere I go, being in a supermarket and talk about Jesus, they talk about my Lord, talk about my daughter's story and how my Lord Jesus healed her through it. You know, this is something amazing I cannot do anywhere in the Middle we're gonna, East. We're going to come back to you in just a moment. We're just going to have a break again. Hey, we're just right here in Cornersville, Wicker Road, Arabic Chris, a friendly Arabic Christian Church and uh, Middle East Festival. Come join us. Come hungry. Enjoy yourself. Oh my. And see your brothers and sisters, brother. It's unbelievable. You won't want to miss this. Come on out, folks. We're here. It's a blast. Beautiful September day of the Truth Network. You're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
uh, at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival, Friendly Arabic Church here in Kernersville, 1292 Wicker Road. Mariana? Yes. Okay. Got it with us sitting here. Hear a little bit of your story and stuff. And you're from down here, Egypt? Egypt. Egypt. Wow. So. I'm actually from uh, Upper Egypt, from Asia. It's almost in the middle of Egypt. So I got the chance to visit the old capital of Egypt, which is in the southern part, and um, the newest capital, which is Cairo, in the upper part. All right. And what brings you? How long have you been in the United States? Uh, I've been here for six years. Um, I live with my husband and two kids. And attend this church? Yes. Since I came here six years ago, I didn't have a father or mother and brothers. I left all of them in Egypt, but I found all the members of Friendly Arabic Church to be my parents and my brothers and sisters. Right. How did you find out? How did you find out about the church? I mean. Being immigrant, coming into this country, this new area, not yeah. knowing anybody. I actually was knowing one person. He, we like met him, and he left for getting married in Egypt. And one old lady called uh, Nadia. She's from Syria. She came. She heard that there's a new family. Um, like, uh, like they have a baby and a wife. They, I don't know how to drive. And she come and visited me and invited me for their church. At the beginning, I was attending with her. She used to like pick up me and my son every Sunday, and then my husband like found his his way to come with us. All right, and mentioned something. Being only six years in, did, was it strange or did you find it uh, kind of exciting that because different cultures? Yes, different cultures, but we all speak the Bible language. We all show the love of Christ in our talks. Um, I remember that moment when I was pregnant with my uh, second born. Um, I was actually missing my family, my mother, and um, I can't forget when I was in the hospital, every hour I have a visitor, and they all are the pastor and all the members of the church. They all came to me. They just helped me with different ways while I had my baby. I say, oh, if I was between my family, I couldn't find all that help. And I was very thankful that... um, I see the love of the Church of Christ in the members of our church. Yeah, and as Stu will often say, it's you know what, it's all about family, and that is yes. we are family. We are body in Christ. You know, we say brother, we say sister. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, bro. Can you uh, got a cigarette or something? You know, we, we, yes. say, we toss that around. But like, you're my sister in Jesus. I just yes. met you today. I'm yes. spending eternity together with you. Oh, so like, yes. if you have a need that. You know, and so you came. You know, you're you're looking for Christian family. Yes. You're looking for fellowship. You're you know you're having a baby, all this stuff. And here, these people took you in, yes. like you were their family because you are. Yes. In so fact, it's, the dynamic of that is this: there are people you are closer to in Christ that you have more intimacy with than your own flesh and blood family. Yes. Because that's the real bond that lasts forever. Exactly. Yet we, you know, and I think it's just neat to see, and that's a refreshing thing. If these dear sisters and brothers from Christ come from the Middle East. And, and they teach us that, and we go over there, and they bring us into their home and the hospitality. We're about to go get some amazing food from some people that have, this is all hand-prepared. Yes. These, those little spinach things, those little rolls right there, yes. oh my, I just can't, I mean, they're just, they're just unbelievable, you know, and all the sauces and the dressings and the, the rich, the falafelals and all the kebabs and just everything. But Egypt, yes. a Christian in Egypt, yes. oh. faces things different. You can speak firsthand to this okay. than maybe a Christian in comfortable 
Western culture. What's it like to be a believer in Egypt, the land of the pyramids? I mean, the land of the Bibles. People here know a lot more about the land that Jesus walked in and lived in than, you know, uh, Jesus was in Egypt for that early time in his life. Yes. So Egypt was mentioned in the Bible about 700 times. It's actually one of, like, uh, the oldest places that was discovered in, you know, the old um, world. And from Genesis to Revolutions, you will see Egypt and how God cared for people in Egypt. In the past, it was a land of um, wealth and richness. And um, we have a verse in Isaiah 15 or 14, 25. It's a blessed be my people in Egypt. That's our, uh, I can say, promise from God to us even we are... People there are suffering. They don't live the life that they um, deserve. They don't live the freedom that we see here in the U.S. But uh, through all of that, um, that that church in Egypt is um, growing strongly more and more. Uh, We have the three, um, I can say, beliefs of Christianity. Like We have the Coptic Orthodox, which is like most of Egyptian was born at. We have the Evangelical Church, and we have the Catholic Church. Um, even though we face lots of persecutions, we come all together with it. We make uh, nights for prayers for our only God that we believe, uh, the God of the Bible, the God of love. And we pray for God to save our country, to save our people, to help us reach who are not Christian, to show them who is the God of the Bible, who is the God of love. Not the God of hate that we face every single day. So, um, to be a Christian in Egypt means, sorry, like, you are a second grade person, you're not first grade, you don't get all the rights that they get, you just fight to um, be, to live the person, to get the freedom that they have. Um, What a testimony. Thank you for that testimony. What a powerful, Jerry. It is powerful, and I'll tell you what, if you have the opportunity, you're in this area, today, tomorrow, make your way down here to be able to see them. Great brothers yep. and sisters. Truthnetwork.com. Yes. We got it there. Absolutely. We're the so Middle thankful. Easter Christian Festival. Live from Kernersville today and tomorrow. Come out. Yeah, awesome food. Meet your brother and sister. Meet your sister yeah. Christ from Egypt. Yes. Welcome to us. We can show uh, the love of Christ to you. We have Egyptian tent, Syrian tent, Iraq tent. We all are brothers here. We all. And Thanksgiving. This is the Truth Network.